Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know what makes them tick. Their favorite bouquet of roses and a box of chop... Roses and a scented can... A teddy bear. Roses and a teddy bear. Yeah, a teddy bear. So, head on over to proflowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. That's CRUSH15 at proflowers.com for 15% off through February 14th on flowers, gifts, and more for Valentine's Day. See website for details. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Are you ready? For this. John Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And uh, this week is special. The NFL Draft. A life-changing day for most, if not all, guys get coming out of college. Think about it. Uh, for me, myself, growing up in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. You know, we grew up in a very lower class home. We didn't have much. And then, boom, one day somebody calls your name and it changes your life. But I'll kind of rewind it a little bit before then. Um, I just told you guys I grew up in, in Maryland and, and we grew up tough. We didn't have much, if anything at all, at, at some point in time. And to even uh, fathom someone calling your name uh, on national TV to draft you and to uh, you know get behind you that much financially. I mean, they pay these guys you know big contracts. Um, went to University of Maryland, and so I used to watch a lot of the older guys, especially the ones I knew coming into University of Maryland my freshman year. Watched them get drafted, and I would call them and say, "Man, what you know? What's it like? What's it like for them to call your name?" And um, yeah, you know, I see. <laughs> I've seen players and parents and family and friends crying, and you're like, man, come on, guys. It's just, you know, what's all the crying for? And then uh, you realize you get to that day, and you're the one crying. <laughs> Your family's crying. Uh, went to Maryland three years, left school early. Um, I, a fun fact, I, I'll tell you guys this. My sophomore year in 2004, uh, not sure if you remember or not, but uh, Maurice Claret and Mike Williams were uh, petitioning to um, you know, leave school as sophomores. And if they would have uh, got that rule lifted or that ban or whatever you want to call it lifted so they can go and uh, leave school early, I, I probably would have tried to leave school my sophomore year. It was definitely a discussion uh, in, in the head coach's office that there was a possibility. 
Uh, luckily, I didn't go to Maurice Claret and Mike Williams route because they weren't able wasn't able to come back to school. Uh, I believe they uh, it got agents and and they had already crossed the lines and um, you know they had a rule in NCAA once you get an agent you can't go back so they set out a year. Uh, but if that rule would have passed, I I I just might have would have went my sophomore year. I was I was ready. You know I think I, I had an opportunity to get drafted somewhere in the first three rounds and that sounded good for me. Uh, but anyway. You know, decided to leave school early, and it was a big decision, really. Um, you know, not starting for two years. I mean, I, I go back and I tell people all the time when, when I talk about my time in Maryland, I say, hey, I I played a lot my first two years, but I didn't start until my junior year. Uh, and then as soon as I got on the field, you know, there was it was lights out, literally. Once you, uh, you know, sending your draft grade to the NFL and, and, and your paperwork, they basically tell you as a junior – um, they come back to you with a draft grade. They'll have, you know, first round or top 15, top 20. And you submit basically uh, to the general managers and the scouts. And they come back with a draft grade. My draft grade came back uh, somewhere in the early first round. And I knew that once I got an opportunity to go through the combine and uh, show what I can do physical and just show my physical attributes, that I knew I was going to have a chance to jump up even higher. And it happened just like that. You know, I was blessed and fortunate to have that opportunity. But it's scary. You know, you you look at these guys in the NFL and you start to maybe question yourself a little bit. Are you ready to go? And uh, am I going to get drafted in the top 10 like they said I will? Am I going to slide to the second round, third round? You just don't know. Uh, I was offered to come to the NFL draft and, uh, you know, I passed on it. Uh, seeing all those guys who sat there for sometime hours. Uh, with a camera in their face and, uh, you know, they were uh, expected to go somewhere in the top 15 and end up going second sometime mid to late second or even third round, depending on what happens. So I declined to go. I, I rented a, a big house back in Maryland. So my my family and my friends, my high school coaches, Boys and Girls Club coaches, uh, Forsworth Boys and Girls Club back in Prince George's County, Maryland. We all came. We all went. But let me tell you a funny story. So uh, initially – uh, everyone thought I was going to go to the Cowboys, so I took, I took a few visits. Uh, when I, you know, when it was time for to, to, to visit the teams, I took a visit to the, the Reds. Uh, well, at the time, Washington Redskins, now known as the Washington Football Team, but the Washington Football Team, uh, the Lions, San Diego, Dallas, and I believe Miami, the Dolphins. So, I get to my trip in to Dallas to Dallas Cowboys. We get there, we land, we go straight to the facility. Well, it's about 15 or 20 first round prospects in a locker room. So we're all together. We're all, you know, talking to each other, meeting each other for the first time. I'm meeting a lot of these guys for the first time because all I have is all I do is watch them on TV. So this is my first time getting a chance to see them in person. So we're kind of down there. I see all the guys is potentially going in the first round and I get a tap on my shoulders. And it was someone that some personnel to work for the Dallas Cowboys. They come down and tap me and say, hey, Jerry Jones and Bill Parcells want to see you upstairs. So, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, OK, what did I do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> Why isn't they come to grab? Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anybody else, right? And, uh... So anyway, they wanted to see me upstairs. So I go and follow the uh, the, the player personnel guy, uh, the guy who worked for the team. I followed him upstairs, went to uh, Bill Parcell's office, and Jerry Jones is in there. And you know, so I sit down in the seat. I'm, I'm I'm right across from Big Tuna for the first time, and I've heard all about him and heard you know uh, Lawrence Taylor talk about him and all these great players he's coached and uh, these awards and just I mean this is this is the Big Tuna. This is Bill Parcells. I'm in the office with as a 20 year old kid at the time. And I'm sitting across from him and, and also Jerry Jones. So, you know, of course, you know, being a kid, you're intimidated. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to say anything at all. So I just kind of sitting there listening and bobbing my head and shaking it up and down. Uh, Bill Parcells tell me, he said, look, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to. Make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We don't think you're going to be there. They had the 11th pick of the 2005 draft. We don't think you're going to be there by the 11th pick. But if you are, we're going to draft you. And so, you know, in my head, I'm thinking like, wow, I'm, I'm going to be a Dallas Cowboy. And anyone know that if you're from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, you're either a Washington football team fan or you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. And that's it. No other team. Dallas Cowboys and a Washington football team. These are the only two teams that you're a fan of. So I'm going to make some members and some side of my family extremely happy by being, being a Dallas Cowboy. So I'm sitting there and I'm excited and I, I, I turned bloodshot red because I can't believe he's telling me like he's telling me. But he stopped for a moment after that. And Bill, Parce- Bar- Bill Parcell said, but when you get here, we're going to work the dog shit out of you. 
And I went from this happiness and, and smiling from ear to ear and, and wanting to just run around the room happy to hell no, I don't want to come here. <laughs> you know, um, and, and look, I, I love tough cultures. I played for many of them over the, the course of my uh, career from high school on to college and then the pros. I mean, I played for tough coaches. But hey, you got to think that's pretty intimidating if you're a 20 year old kid and you're somewhere in the first, going somewhere in the first round and you, you can land any one of the 32 teams. And here you got uh, Bill Parcells, one of the, the greatest coaches of all time, sitting across from you telling he's going to work the dog shit out of you. So, uh, you know, I shook my head and I said, OK, thanks, coach. I appreciate it. Can't wait to work. You know, I said all the right. I, you, at that point, you say all the right things. So. I go back downstairs and I'm shaking their hand and we talk for about 30 or 45 minutes. I go back downstairs and I start texting my family. I said, hey, guys, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be a Dallas Cowboy uh, player. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Dallas Cowboys is going to draft me. Now, that year, uh, you know, they had Cleveland Browns at three, which they went with Braylon Edwards. Um, and they had, I believe, uh, the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. They went with Troy Williamson, a fast wide receiver out of South Carolina, I believe it was. He had, then they went uh, Mike Williams at the Lions, and then eleventh pick. So now I'm I'm back in Maryland. I'm with my family, friends, high school coaches. I already told everybody I'm gonna be a Dallas Cowboy because I said, look, if I slide to the eleventh pick of the draft, they already told me. They told me that I'm gonna be a Dallas Cowboy. So you know, just get ready. And I look around, and you know, my family have Dallas Cowboy hats. They have Merriman Dallas Cowboy jerseys. And that's that. There's no other team, team's jerseys or hats in the house. So the 11th pick come and and they're on the clock and everybody's getting ready. And with the 11th pick of the 2005 NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys go with DeMarcus Ware. And when I tell you, you can hear a pin drop in the room. I mean, it was a moment of silence. You would have thought somebody had just passed away. And let me tell you, this is no knock against DeMarcus. DeMarcus Ware is a, a bona fide Hall of Famer. They, they didn't make a mistake. I mean, you know, DeMarcus Ware is a baller. And we also, you know, remain close friends throughout our time there. But it's all, it, there was also always some competition there, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so anyway, they go with DeMarcus Ware. Now, when I took my visit to the Chargers, I sat down, I flew out there. Mind you, I'd never been on the West Coast. I'd never seen palm trees in person. I never saw an ocean that blue. I mean, the whole nine. I mean, I'm 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 DC, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, I'm used to the city and I'm used to that that life. And so for the first time, I'm flying over to San Diego. Now, I met with flying to the team, I met with uh general manager at the time, AJ Smith. AJ Smith tells me the same thing that Bill Parcells and Jerry Jones tells me. We don't think you're gonna be here by the 12th pick, but if you are. We're going to draft you. So since the Dallas Cowboys already passed me up, I'm, you know, I've already heard the same thing from uh, now two GMs. I'm thinking also that the, at the time, the San Diego Chargers is going to pass on me too. So it's still complete silence in this room. I get a phone call. My phone rings. And so, wow, I'm like, okay, I'm going to the Chargers. It was one of my best friends asking me, was a draft live. Listen, when I tell you I was level 10 mad, I couldn't believe that he called me on draft and asked me, was the draft live? And was I watching it? Like, you fool. I'm getting drafted. What are you talking about? I couldn't hang up the phone fast enough. 
About 30 seconds after I hang up the phone, my phone rings again. So now I'm thinking he either called back because he's mad that I hung up on him or it's another friend asking me the same ridiculous dumb question. I answered the phone. I said, hello. And he said, Sean, Sean Merriman. I said, said, yeah, who's this? This is Marty Schottenheimer. And from right there, my heart just dropped. I mean, literally, I felt like I was going to faint. And he said, hey, are you ready to be a San Diego Charger? I said, coach, are you ready to draft me? (laughs) He said, yeah, we're about to pull the trigger. We're going to do it right now. And, you know, I I go back and I laugh at me watching a draft growing up as a kid at the at the at the guys crying, the family and the friends and all that other stuff. And, you know, I I, I got choked up and I held it in and I walked I, I took about three or four steps away and I got closer to the TV and I turned my back to the room and I was looking at the TV and I just bawled. I bought because you, you do realize that that day that you've been watching since you were you know nine, 10 years old, playing, playing football, playing sports, that that day is going to be your day. And so it, like what I tell a lot of guys, it is a life changer, not just for you, but your family, your friends and everybody else around you. It's a special day. So I tell these guys this, um, you know, take the moment, take it in. And, and I just got off the phone here with a couple guys getting drafted here soon. Take it in. It's one. Of, it's going to be one of the best days of your life. But also, remember this. It's not where you're drafted. It's what you do when you get there. So that's just a fun story for me. Um, I was fortunate enough to even have the opportunity to get drafted by the Chargers. For one, I, I just believe that San Diego is one of the greatest places on earth. Uh, but two, I, I went to a team full of Hall of Famers. Full of them. Great, great guys, great teammates, and it really was a blessing. So that's my story on the draft. Good luck to all you guys out there that's getting drafted. Take it in. Enjoy your day. It's one of the best days of your life. Live it up. Thanks, guys, for listening in to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Raymond. And um, that's, that, that was my draft story. And, and I kind of went back down memory lane and, and, and started backtracking and everything that happened during that time um but it it really is it's one of the greatest moments of your life and and you'll never forget it you you won't forget what you were wearing you won't forget who was there who said what who did what because it is that much of a life changing so thank you guys for listening to another lights out podcast with me sean merriman um keep listening in keep leaving those reviews man keep subscribing i read them Uh, i try to reply to a lot of you guys but um we'll be back next week Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from ProFlowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.